I'm born. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Evolve and Expand podcast. Meet your host, Lorna. Today I am joined by, I'm going to always say a special guest, another special guest. I always feel like everybody that I have on the podcast is a special guest because they all bring such value. Today I am joined by Gethin. Gethin, <laughs> uh, what, what we're going to describe you as, the business dad, tech consultant, whatever we are, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. And we're going to have a conversation yeah. around um, the topic of, kind of like the, the, the theme is going to be creating your own version of, of success. So welcome to the podcast, Kevin. I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the listeners, what do you do, whatever you want to share. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to having a conversation and kind of just seeing where it goes, you know. Um, so I, we, had this, we had this conversation just now, like, what do you call me? uh like coach consultant I've been in the coaching and consulting space for a couple of years but most recently I guess transitioned into like the tech space with with the the um YSS platform so yeah like coach consultant business owner I think I just I'm just here to help and try and add some value to this like crazy world like this just insane so Hopefully that kind of gives people an example <laughs> of what I'm doing. Could be anything though. I feel like it's always a million dollar question, like how do you introduce yourself? And I was listening to a podcast this morning actually that was saying that we want to give people like a label because it's like it identifies us of where to fit in. And it's yeah. like sometimes it's really hard because we're so multi-passionate. How do we just put ourselves in one like little box? Yeah, I think it just makes it easy, doesn't it, for you to, when someone puts a label on themselves, it's, like, easy for you to fit them in, like, in your mind. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, I know, like, I put this person in that box. Like, that, that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, like, we're, we're we're everything. Like, I'm a dad, a fiancé, like, and th- probably those areas of my life are where I spend most of my time. So, like, am I a coach? Am I a consultant? I don't know. But I think I just do my do my bit. <laughs> Try, like Try and add something to this world. Try and add more than I'd probably take from it because um, I think if we can do we can do that, then it'll be a better world. I think we hope. <laughs> we hope. We hope. We pray. Yeah. We take take action towards that. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like the way that you add value. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just drop you in with a question of like, in what ways do you feel right now you're adding value to the world in making it a better place? <laughs> yeah. Good point. Like. That is a good question because I think in I think we're in in every area, right? But you know, I focus on I focus on business. Is that it's actually that's actually an interesting question. So I focus on business because that for me is an area that I have a a huge interest in, right? Like we can add value to any area of the, of people's lives, but for me, like business is something I've always had a passion for. Um, so that's like where I try to add value. But the reason for choosing business actually is more of a personal thing. So the reason for me wanting to add value to people's businesses and to the, the I guess, their income stream is because the underlying mission really is to add value to their personal lives, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, for people to be able to experience things that, they may not otherwise been able to experience to have money that they may not otherwise been able to have. And not, not that money is the be all and end all, but it allows you to experience things in life that you may not have had the um, opportunity to experience, right? Because money, it money runs the world. 
Like there's, there's there's no there's no getting away from that, rightly or wrongly. You need money to to be able to do anything these days. So I guess that's where I want to add value, right? Business is great, like it's my passion, but if I was just adding value for the sake of business, I probably wouldn't do it. Mm. You know, I would the 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 thrill and the, the I guess the benefit from my perspective is knowing that the impact of what growing a business can do. Is the family side, you know, is the personal life side, is the people that a lot of a lot of people I've um I'm connected with and, and have worked with, they're like me, like they're parents and they've got kids and they have a bigger mission in life to impact their kids. And I think, I don't know, maybe it's a bit of a um a dream, really, but like I like to think that if I make it's like the butterfly butterfly effect. I think if I can make one impact in an impact in one person's life like how far does that impact go mm. you know like the people who have impacted my life i look at like the i think tony robbins probably one of the first people that i'd ever come across in the personal development space like he probably changed my perspective on the world and now look at where i am and i'm now impacted in other people so i think that's like the dream isn't it that's what you hope that you're doing yeah that's such a like just just like nodding along that was just such a nice answer just it is isn't it that the effect the the butterfly effect I call it the ripple effect it's like we drop it's like how does it ripple out and I feel like sometimes you said you're passionate about business and obviously I connected with you through I guess business coach and I think that's how initial from something you was doing in the past and I've obviously seen you have seen the evolution of you through obviously your social media posts to now obviously launching your own system and creating that path I would love to hear because I feel like we've had a lot of conversations in, in over the last few months around sort of we're both within the coaching space we both have experienced very similar things I think have very similar opinions on things and experiences from different perspectives obviously I'd love to hear sort of like your journey into yeah just kind of the evolution that you said from getting into personal development to starting a business to what have been some of that the significant points on your journey of transformation or to get you to sort of have this like this dream now of oh I'm gonna make the world a better place <laughs> in terms of what you're doing now with the new system whoa <laughs> I've loaded sorry uh, yeah I'm not so... sorry so <laughs> I'll nah, nah, nah. it's it's good it's the deep stuff I like it um so like I guess the the start, like the real start, there's lots of things. Like there's there's significant uh, there's significant periods in people's lives that I guess shape this version of us today, right? Everything that's happened, everything we've experienced, everything that we've seen and done and heard has kind of molded us to to kind of where we are today. Um, but there's been a lot of significant things, you know. Um, but I think really where it starts is probably. Uh, yeah just like as a child like that's really where everything starts well for me I think I probably for a lot of people but um for me it was it was as a child and and kind of do you know like seeing things hearing things like with my parents and uh, like mum and dad um and just knowing that I didn't that's not how I wanted to live life mm. I don't I don't really remember the moment um but I know there was a moment where I knew that there was more like there was more out there than what I was seeing at that moment in time um and the life that my parents were living at that moment at, at that moment in time and I don't remember the specific moment but there was a period of time where 
I guess I had that realization and, and it was like, okay, well, what if there's more out there? Like we lived in like just a small town, like uh so I'm like from South Wales, um, lived in the valleys, like a small town, you know, there was probably it's it's like one of those towns where I lived like here and my nan lived like here, and my other nan lived here, and then my other nan lived here. Like we we're all in the space of like two, three minute walk. Mm. So it's like one of those towns. Um, so like most people in those towns, they don't expand their horizons. They don't get out of that. Like they don't, like they just live their life in that. That's the bubble that we're raised in and that's what we know. And I remember thinking like, there is more. There is more, there has to be more. Um, and one of the, like one of the stories that kind of really sticks with me as a child is like, I guess it really paints a bit of a picture, but when I, I was when I was with my mum, she like so I had two younger sisters, and she used to like send me to the shop to get things because like obviously she would look after the younger ones, and I, I was probably about eight or nine, maybe ten, and so I, I could go to the shop on my own, right? Um, and she would send me to the shop for electric. Like we had the um, pop up electric, you know, where you'd like get the card. And you'd go to the shop, you'd be like, oh, can I have £10 electric, £10, £10 gas, whatever it might be. And she would send me to the shop. And she would like, ask, ask Barry, um, tell Barry I'll pay him later. And like, at the time, when you're a kid, like, you don't really read anything into it. So I go to the shop, I'm like, yeah, Barry, my mum said she'd give you the money later. Um, but it's only then, when, as, I got, as I got older, I really understood what that meant. And that's that like we were broke, like we had no money. So like, that's kind of the life that we lived. Um, and I think it's like in those times that I've robbed, that's probably molded me to being who I am now. Probably why my passion is helping people to make more money. Probably why I have such a high value on money because I've seen life on both sides. Like I've seen what it's like without it and I've seen what it's like with it. And I can see the difference that that can make to not just lives, but experiences and happiness and so many other other, other different things that, that come that come with life. So if you if you're asking me like where did it start, I would say it was there. It was during those times. Um like I've, I've, my heart my heart is racing just thinking about it. Um like it really, really is. So I'm like a bit short of breath, as you probably don't even tell. Um but even just thinking about it like just like gets my like emotions going again because that's like yeah that's really like where everything started um <laughs> first of all thank you like honestly like thank you so much for your openness and vulnerability and strength to share that like thank you like thank you so much I think sometimes I can't <laughs> but sometimes it is like reliving that we don't realize how even as like an adult we can as we experience and we we don't realize like the impact of these things on our journey on how much they've shaped us and I guess yeah. we can be so caught up sometimes chasing the next thing the next thing the next thing that we do for, we don't often sometimes sit back and reflect like what was the thing what were those moments that really have yeah. I guess shaped the, like the the journey forward and I don't know the one thing that I just from my like personal experience of knowing like love about you and obviously that I this new system that you brought out which was about making it affordable like hearing you share that really I can understand 
it makes me even like appreciate even more what you're doing because you even said like it's so easy to get you said earlier in caught up in business in making money making money but what's the bigger reason and like it's again it's about providing people with the opportunity and you yeah. are making an impact in the world in my opinion just by what you're providing so you are doing what you set out to do <laughs> and I just think sometimes like I don't know it's nice to have that reflected back so I want to reflect that back to you because you are doing what you're saying like even just hearing that like I was like I feel like I could cry because it's just like so raw and real so thank you thanks it's um it's easy like yeah to get caught up is so easy um I think like the world in general just trains us to be that way doesn't it like mm -hmm. doesn't matter you know there's always something new there's always something shiny like I I opened an email today and it's like the new MacBook Air like do you know what I mean like that's out now and I, I even found myself I was like ah damn I'd love that I should go and buy that like so I, I just I just got an iPad uh, the new iPad like three weeks ago yeah I don't, I don't need to go and get that now <laughs> like that's not if it's that that's the world that we're in so we're always looking for that next thing mm. um and it's that that next dope that next like dopamine hit the next rush the next like thing that's going to make us feel great um and it's just so powerful to just sit there and realize like shit I've come far yeah you know like every you know anyone like anyone just look back over that the any steps that you've taken any moves you've made like we've all developed we've all progressed we're all further ahead than where we were mm. a month ago six months ago 12 months ago um i just think what creates that probably unhappiness is is just forgetting that and always just thinking about now you know mm. i sometimes this is, i have a lot of ponderings and it was I sometimes feel like what you were saying there is really prevalent in society today in terms of and especially I don't know I've experienced it in business in just just in life in general it's we're always chasing like I said that next thing like we're never happy people does the, the unhappiness usually comes from people not being happy with what they have now because like you said there's always going to be something new and I guess the real, for me, the real success is actually being able to accept where you're at now, where you are in your journey. Because I was talking to a friend about this yesterday and she said to me was, you can't rush what's meant for you. So in actually trying to rush it, we're causing constriction with actually just pushing it further and further away. And if she hadn't reflected that back, sometimes I'm like, we do try and rush, but is that, yes, yeah, society has created this, you're behind you're failing like marketing is telling you all the time you need this new thing you need that new thing and it's actually like bringing it back to the present and just looking around now how grateful you are to have a roof over your head to have food over your table to be fit and healthy to be where you are because yes you could be further ahead we could always be further ahead but the fact is we're not right now in this present moment and it's just about remembering I always like there's I, I think people that um be like the coach may have fed up mentioned in the book but there's a book called the gap and the gain which really changed my perspective on a lot of things um yeah. and it was like always measure backwards because when you measure backwards you realize you're always gaining and it's just like sometimes we forget that because we're always looking at where we desire to be which creates that lack because we're yeah. not there but it's like you forget like you even just said just reflecting back like this is where it started from and look where I'm at now. And would you ever have imagined that you've accomplished the things that you have? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, it's like it's it's like it's like it's this like hustle. Um, and I've talked about this before, like this hustle mark, this like hustle bro like environment. Like, you know, it's like you're not doing enough, you know, like you're not doing enough. 
never mm-hmm. doing enough. And I think that's like, that creates that pressure, doesn't it? Like you said, you see on social media that there's always someone, right? There is always an 18 year old who has multi-millions and has, is like a success because he's just one of those people. Like those people are always going to exist. They're they're great. They're like very very good business people from a young age. Like those people are going to exist like that. But that's not the benchmark. Mm. No, there is always going to be someone who is who is faster and stronger and better. Like that is always going to be the case. Mm-hmm. But that's not the benchmark. Like the benchmark is what you set for yourself. You know, the benchmark is what you want. Like I, I probably have. And I, I always have had a very negative relationship when it comes to, probably still do, uh, when it comes to success. Because my like my background is in uh, before business is in professional sports. So I played um, professional football for a couple of years, and um, that was re- do you know what that was probably the thing that got me out of where I lived, like in terms of like got me away from home. So I moved away from home when I was sixteen, um, moved down to the city to play football um and I ended up doing that as like a, as my full-time job for probably the next six years um but in that environment it's always about like you've got to be like we had to be there like mm-hmm. that, that was the benchmark that was set for us you know the benchmark was there and if you didn't hit that you then you fail um so I've, I've always had a negative relationship with success probably because of, uh, largely because of that because I always am wanting more Mm-hmm. but I think it's finding that just as you said like kind of measuring backwards finding that benchmark of okay where is my benchmark mm. you know what is it that I actually want like what is success to me what does that what define what how, how do I define that and then when you're clear on that then that's when like the shackles come off then you know the pressure releases because you're no longer trying to hit the benchmark that's set for you by society or whatever it might be, parents, society, it could be friends, it could be absolutely anything, you're then be- measuring against the benchmark that you set for yourself. Mm. And that's that's bliss. That is bliss. So my question is, what would success mean to you? <laughs> what does it mean to you now compared to what you used to think it meant? So I think, like, the goal really hasn't changed. Mm. You know, the goal for me was... Um, from 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 a young age, so I told you know I told you about like the story of my mum and and stuff like that. My like I had mum and dad like and they they separated really young. So I I think probably like two or three when they separated. But my dad was like a hustle, like he was just hustled the whole time. Like worked so hard, still does now. Like he's fifty something, fifty two, um, fifty two, uh, and still, <laughs> he just or he has that working mentality. Um, so and I think that's probably largely where I get mine from, but um I think what the other thing that kind of grew from that time was the desire to break the cycle, but also to to help my parents, you know. So the goal was always financial, not for me, but it was always for them. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to repay and, and you know I still have a lot of I still have a lot of large goals that I plan on doing with my parents over the next couple of years but I want them to experience things that I that I've experienced but they've never got to mm-hmm. you know 
Um, and largely because of their sacrifice and the things that they did for me, I got to experience a lot of stuff. Even as a, as a young kid, like 16 to 20, when I was playing football, I probably wouldn't have played football if it wasn't for them sacrificing their time and stuff like that. So the goal has always been, it still is the same, you know, to break that cycle, that generational cycle and, and kind of change things. But I guess like the... I think the pressure has changed. So the the definition of success for me is really creating a lifestyle that changes things moving forward. I think that would define success for me. And, you know, arguably, potentially, I've maybe done that already. Um, but I think that for me is still success. That is what success is for me, but it's not just from a business perspective. When I'm talking about breaking the cycle, I'm talking about breaking the cycle from a parenting perspective, mm. you know, from a relationship perspective. Like my parents were terrible at relationships. I'll never go f- to them for advice on relationships. <laughs> 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 no, you are, uh, know, know your audience, but um, you know, break. I, I'm, you know, have have my my own little girl now, getting married soon, like. Not that that is the definition of success for anybody yeah. out there. Like that's for me, you know, getting married and that stuff. That doesn't have to happen. That's just for me. But I'm breaking the cycle for my own family in having negative relationships, in having negative um, relationships with money, in having poor, not poor, but probably um, uneducated parenting styles. You know, there's that type, that's really what I think defines success for me. Um, it's like breaking, being able to break those cycles financially and otherwise. Just every time everything you say, I'm just like, <laughs> it's just like really powerful. And then it, some of the things you said there got me thinking. And I think when you're looking at success from that point of view, I've never thought of it from the point of breaking cycles. And I guess really that is what all this work we do whether it's on ourselves, whether it's what how we show up in the world when we're trying to make impact, we're really trying to not yeah, break cycles for ourselves, but in turn show other people it's possible to break cycles. And like you said, you don't just impact people through business and you just listed off there how you can impact people through how you bring up your children, through how you show up in your relationship. And then again, what's the ripple effect outwards on that? So it's just, and just that redefinition of, Yes, obviously it's okay. And I think this is sometimes we, we, I don't know about you, but it's sometimes you can feel saying, I would like to have more financial success. You made feel like, oh, you're greedy. But actually you said, you said something earlier on in the podcast, which was, we do need money at the end of the day. That's a matter of fact of the situation. You need money. It's the money is the tool that we use to exchange for experiences for things. And mm-hmm. actually it's about a lot of feel like what you talked about is what what can you experience what can you help other people experience mm-hmm. I think when you look at it from that point of view it suddenly doesn't turn into this big monstrous thing like oh I'm greedy actually no it's a means of exchange, exchange the same way I don't know I've got a pen maybe if pens were the way we paid for things well everyone would want more pens because they're going to be able to get more things with more pens it's just it's really interesting when we look at that relationship with with money with relationships with children how Again, a lot of it is lack of education, I would say. And then we open our eyes and we see this whole new world and we're like, whoa. Yeah. Like education for education is a huge part of of how we see everything that we do. So whether it's relationships, money, 
business life like that is the our education on that is how we'll we'll perceive that 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 part of the world mm. uh, you mentioned money that if you think about money if you're if you express your desire to have more money that you are potentially perceived as greedy as you know self-obsessed or mm-hmm. like whatever that whatever it might be but that is in my opinion the people who would express those opinions of you are expressing those opinions from a position of 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 lack right they they mm-hmm. are viewing the world they're viewing money as something that is in lack whereas the reality is that there's enough money out there for mm-hmm. everybody to have the life that they want but the actual currency of the of, of the globe is not in lack right okay it's not probably the current the, isn't the financial system's not the best <laughs> but <the actual laughs> currency is not in lack we just went we just went through covid where the where the with the fed printed money they printed more money right we needed the the, the world needed more money the the world the the uh the purchasing power of money and and the economy was was crumbling so they printed more money okay money is not in lack it's just how you perceive your 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 perception of money is then what determines how is determines how you feel about money so wanting more money is absolutely fine that doesn't change who you are Mm -hmm. it just changes what you can do it doesn't change who you are it changes what you can do that is uh... That's, a, that's like a really because again I, sometimes it's like we look at things and it's an expression it is just an expression and we're just an outward expression I guess it comes back down to I don't what we you was talking about earlier is like redefining what does it actually mean for you because when you come back to the same obviously you define success if you can define actually what does having more money mean to you because mm-hmm. I guess it comes from where is that desire coming from or is it coming from like so for example is it we talked a lot about social media and the certain cultures like do more do more you've not got this you need the next new thing it's yeah. also I guess I don't know it's been a big thing for me on my journey is also looking at where does this actually come from is it coming from because it's something I actually want or is it something that I've been led to believe that I want through what I've seen so I guess like because obviously the whole topic of this conversation was about creating your own success just from that point of view how you've redefined success for you but how did you sort of get to the point of knowing actually this is what I want versus this is what I've been told I want and that's a very different thing to knowing actually this is what I want yeah so I think really getting comfortable with actually who you are you know and that is a big battle that I think probably a lot of us go through I've been through that like Mm. actually that battle of who are like who am I right because you're comparing yourself probably you're probably comparing who you are versus who you think you should be right who you think people think you should be mm-hmm. and that's like that causes a lot of internal um like internal confusion right in terms of who we are inside what we think about ourselves so something that's like really happened really helped for me is is really come to terms with who i know that i am you know i still yes i have goals of uh, the the definition of success for me is very different now, but or the the pressure that I put on myself for that is very different. But I still have those same goals. I still have 
Um, although I, I want to help people and that is the mission and everything that I to explain to you is, is still the same, but I still have goals of that are very personal to me. You know, I have what I call my selfish goals and my unselfish goals. My unselfish goals is about the impact that I make on others. My selfish goals is about what I do for myself mm-hmm. because I'm here for me too, not just for everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay. I'm okay to be here for me. I'm okay. It's okay that I want to drive a nice car. I want to live in a nice house. Like those goals will always still be the same. I am in probably uh, when it comes to like materialistic goals, I'm probably in the top half of the scale when you think of how materialistic is someone you know i don't i don't place a load of value on designer clothes i don't pl- place a lot of value on like that type of stuff and that's okay but i do place value on on cars i place value on houses i place value on um on experiences and i place value on holidays and things like that so i do still want that for myself and my family like I spend money on my cars, I spend money on my house, I spend money on my holidays. Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's okay to want those things. It's just accepting that you're okay, that it's okay to have those things. Mm-hmm. Because I think there is a lot of uh, you know, depending on I guess what what type of audience is watching this, but especially in the online business world, there is a perception of if you talk about money, then you're not doing it for the right reasons right you know it's not you're not coming from the right place of of delivering value and and wanting to wanting to help others which i i think is i think is bullshit because um the value just there is you can't have one or the other you don't have to have one or the other you can still want to help people and still want to do it for yourself too um i think that for me is is realizing it's okay that i want my own things it's okay you know yeah I feel something that came in something popped into my mind then when you were speaking was about this the when you're talking about money when you said we'd start business say online businesses because we do want to help people but at the end of the day we also start online businesses because we're trying to escape a life we don't want so really we are being selfish because in the mm-hmm. sense that we are doing it for ourselves. We want a life of safe freedom. We want to create something where we're not tied down, we're creating something our own. And that's purely from the self. That's not money is a byproduct. And I think you even saying that's made me just sit and think about like my journey of like some of the like the inner but inner battles I've had, especially around that conflict of who you think you are, yeah, who you know that you're becoming, but who also then how other people perceive you and then also feeling I don't know like the pressure of having to show up in a certain way like we said right at the start is how do we label ourselves because for me a big thing with putting labels on yourself suddenly you feel this encompass of pressure that comes on or if I'm a coach I must show up in this certain way because if I actually then somehow show that don't know don't have all the answers like does that make me less valuable and I feel there's been a big shift over the I don't know I've noticed a shift personally in the way that people have showing up more in this real this is the truth not the the smoke and mirrors and the shiny things like oh everything's perfect when actually no one sees what goes on behind the scenes and I know it is impossible for us to show every single aspect of life the highs and the lows Dale, you'd be here all day if you saw some some ideas of my moods. <laughs> like, 
like a roller coaster. <laughs> but it's also about there is always two sides to everything. There's that's the polarity of life, like that's the duality. There is amazing highs, but it doesn't come without challenge. And I guess it's like you said, it's being the selfish versus unselfish. Again, is that polarity? Like we can have selfish goals or goals that it's not really selfish to want things for yourself. And then you can have the unselfish goal that you want to help other people. And I guess everything in life is it's like duality of both truths coexist at the same time. It's not one is better than other. Just because you don't value designer clothes, but you value cars. I personally don't value designer clothes really myself. I don't personally value cars, but there's other things I value. But it doesn't mean that there's not value in them, them things just because I don't personally see value. There's people out there that don't see value in investing in, in coaching, investing in into themselves. It doesn't mean that there's not value in it. It's just not value for that person. And I think actually a big part of when we were saying is being comfortable with who you are. I think it's also being comfortable accepting that everyone values different things and it doesn't make one right or the other. It just yeah. means we all value different things. And I don't always come back to just because I don't see value in something doesn't mean there's not value in it. And it's like, mm. just that reminder is like important because again, like we, we all have different, we all want to live different lives. If we all wanted to live the same life, the world would be a very boring place. <laughs> <laughs> it would, it would. <laughs> I, I think that it like, it feeds into each other. So in where you were talking about showing up as yourself and and kind of showing being true to you and who you are that then leads into the i guess chasing what you truly want right mm -hmm. like nobody there is everybody uh has different values but if you are showing up authentically and and showing up as you and that includes uh going for what you want mm -hmm. then you will attract the people who share those same values yeah. You attract the people who want the same journey as you. So you could, you know, I could be a 22-year-old uh, single boy, young man, uh, who has only interest in uh, driving flashy cars and going out partying and making loads of money in business. That's cool. Like, that's absolutely fine as long as he's not doing it in an unethical way in business and he's still providing value, helping his clients and doing, then who am I to say that what he wants from life is wrong? Mm. No, that's the life that he wants to live at this moment in time. So as long as he's doing it and he's not hurting anyone, then that's cool. And it's, as long as he then shows up in that way online and he's not like hiding himself, pretending to be someone else, he will then attract those same people. Mm. And then that you will grow that community of like-minded people. And that's okay. Like they can be over there and I can be over here. I have no interest in going out and stuff like that, but that's cool. That's not what I'm here for. Mm. It's just that accepting that this is what I want. And it's cool that other people want something different. Mm. The problem comes where it's that inauthentic kind of approach. Yeah. Then it blows the lines then and it creates problems. Yeah, I think I think what you said there is it is like inauthenticity and it's this trust. I guess people sometimes it's that trust. You so we said about it's accepting that this person's here, that person's there. But I guess with some people, the journey is that they can't accept who they truly are. So then they mm -hmm. try and create this, I guess, exterior of this is what I want because that's what helps them again, like try and fit in. Because yeah. I actually do feel it's one of the most challenging things that you go through when you get on this like self-growth journey and self-evolution is accepting 
that the way that you once were is not how you want to move forward and actually that doesn't align with you because when you've actually known one identity for so long and that's what people perceive you as yeah it's a part of like it's like a loss isn't it at the end of the day oh I'm not that person and then oh what comes with that is, is is grief and it is I think this is something that's probably not spoken about in the online space enough actually is these identities we are constantly ever evolving the whole the podcast is called evolve and expand the whole evolution of we're constantly evolving we're constantly expanding we're constantly changing and actually sometimes it's that resistance to change that keeps us stuck and then some also then we change and we want to I don't know go down a different path that maybe is different to what people have known us for that can also feel scary because it's like oh actually well what if people don't like me and it's like it's this Mm. yeah this like cycle sometimes and I guess it does come from I guess accepting who you are is the starting point of being able to feel comfortable with constantly I guess like pivoting changing expanding evolving yeah from like accepting who you are to begin with yeah yeah for sure and we are always constantly evolving like we have to you know we have to evolve but I think the thing to I guess also accept is that there isn't this one time transformation this like Mm. this experience that you go through and then you're you're here, you know, you've made it, you're now the best of, <laughs> you know, that, that doesn't exist. You don't just flip a switch and, and it's, and, and kind of complete the game, right? You don't get to complete the game. The game is ongoing. You improve, you make changes, you evaluate, you go again, you evaluate, you make changes and you just keep repeating that process over and over and over again. So the person that you are between the age of 20 and 25 is not the same person you are between the ages of 25 and 30. The same again, between 30 and 35, it's not the same person you are in the five year in the five years before that. It's this constant evolving kind of process that we're going through. And I, even I sit, I sit here sometimes and I look at myself last year and I'm like, man, that was a bad year. <laughs> but it wasn't, right? It's that, now I'm a different person again this year. I'm a different person again next year and the year after and the year after that. And you're always peeling back this layer of like onion, I guess you can call it, right? There's just always these next layers that you're going to and you're going to and you're going to and until you hope that you're the best version of what you can be. You know, you hope that you are making the best decisions you hope that you are doing the things that truly align with you. But it's not until you then come across something else or you learn this new piece of knowledge or you have this new experience that you realize there's more to do. You know, there is more change that I can make. I can be better, not from a success perspective, but from personal perspective from being a human being from being from on this this kind of self-development journey that there is still change that I can make and I think that's the journey I think in life that we are kind of going on you know because you know if you asked me this time last year I would have said yeah you know this is I'm the best maybe maybe I am the best I can be 
or maybe I would have alluded to some sort of um some sort of you know esoteric kind of position but no like I'm gone again now and then next year I'm going to go again and I'm going to try and be a, a little bit better a little bit better father and a little bit better partner and a little bit better with my health and a little bit better with how I communicate with other people you know um and that's kind of the journey that I'm on and I feel that that is the journey of like life this has got really deep today (laughs) (laughs) no it is big I I, I just I know I've said a lot I agree but I just genuinely that's how I feel it is we can look back at like you said if you look back last year you'd think oh that was a bad year but then you're comparing it to how you feel now and everything I always come back to the one quote that everything is temporary the only constant is change and actually it's our natural birthright as humans to evolve to change we do it from the minute we take our first breath yet sometimes we resist that change and I guess Mm. that's the excitement isn't it when you get to that point of I'm happy with where I'm at now but I still know like I can still evolve but it's more from a place of I feel like what you were saying when you say we, you think sometimes you want to flick a switch and it's this instant transformation is that sometimes like people, a lot of the time we create change from a place of suffering when it's like we've hit rock bottom, we've got to the bottom point, we must change. And obviously you do change and then you create this new life and then all of a sudden you just think, oh, how did I even, was I like that before? But we forget that you were like that before and it's not a, it's not a bad thing that you were like, it's just part of shaping who you are. But actually the transformation comes, it's like in the day-to-dayness of, all right, every day are you implementing, we're habitual beings, are we implementing new habits? Are are we still trying to evolve? Are we still trying to expand? Are we being present? Are we eating healthy? Has it dipped a little bit? Okay, like, let's, like you said, let's plant, evaluate, reflect, go again. And I think sometimes with transformation, we do think it, is this big drawn out process but actually the transformation is just the journey of life at the end of the day like you're going to transform every single day if you're being intentional or not intentional actually because transformation yes you can be intentional with it but also things are going to be transforming whether you're putting your focus into that or not and sometimes that's I guess the the difference is looking I definitely was in a period last year where I kind of feel like I hit my rock bottom and I'd already been on a big transformation journey and I hit a very low point even though I knew all this personal development stuff and actually for me that was a really pivotal moment in my life like you said that we have these pivotal moments and that redefined that got me to look at who am I actually and actually that moment has allowed me to shed a lot of the pressure so it's sometimes of that going back I think it's Tony Robbins that always says that life is always happening for you and it is just remembering that that even those moments of challenge are happening for you because you're learning something you're growing you're evolving and it's not about the end goal in the end because there's always another end goal just like there's another new ipad and the other thing it's about the journey and that is the that's the process yeah yeah for sure um and i think that 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 kind of growth i think you you mentioned where it you know it where is that kind of self-development coming from where is that growth coming from and I think the best growth I guess the best kind of results from a personal development perspective come from when it's when it's coming from a place of like curiosity you know Mm. it's like how good can I be 
you know, not from a not from a pressure perspective. It's not trying to live up to something that, and that's probably something that I was doing early in my early twenties was like trying to live up to what I saw, you know, what I saw on YouTube channels, what I saw on social media, what I saw on in other personal, even in the personal development space, you tried to be this perfect thing. You know, when I got, when I got into the coaching, when I first got into coaching, it was like, I, ha- I have to be perfect. Like I have to be this perfect thing. And that is where like the self, the, the self-development like stunts, the growth stunts, because it's no longer, it's, it's like a false thing. Whereas when that, when that self-development is coming from a place of curiosity, like that's where the real stuff happens, you know, because it's no longer that pressure of trying constantly trying to improve. It's, it's, it's like an attraction thing then, you know, like you attract good things, you attract that change. Um, and I think it's the people who resist that the most, are the ones who, you know, don't develop and don't, don't go on that self-development journey because it is hard. Mm. Self-development is hard. It is so, so, so hard. It is not easy. It is not easy to, to work on your business. It's not easy to work on your relationships. It's not easy to be a better person, to be a better father, to be a better mother, to be, it is not easy to do that. There are times where you have to make decisions in the moment and the decision that you make is either personal development or not. Mm. Like when my two-year-old is going insane and my everything from a cellular level is telling me to scream at her because that is what I experienced when I was a child. That's my DNA. That's my kind of DNA. That's that's how, I guess, what I was brought, you know, kind of raised in. When everything is telling me to scream at her, that's in, it's in that moment. That's hard. That's a very hard, pivotal moment that I have to say no like I can't do that you know that is not when that is when people choose to take the easy road you know they choose to not stay on that path of self-development and they choose to do the thing that become that, that is that is easiest for us to do in that moment in time when you're in a relationship and the relationship gets tough the easiest thing to do is leave Whereas, you know, again, my DNA profiling is set at that. I watch my parents leave. So that for me, in my teens and early 20s, was my go-to thing. When it got tough, I left. So it was that transition to go from that person to now who I am. Mm. It's hard. It's a conscious decision is a conscious conscious decision that you have to make every single day repeatedly time after time after time mm-hmm. and the moment that you don't make that decision and you choose to give in to whatever it is that becomes that is easiest to do at that moment in time that's when the growth starts mm-hmm. and i think we hope that one day it will become a habit and I believe it does. I believe some things become a habit. But I was watching, um, listening to, sorry, uh, a podcast a little while ago. I think it was, uh, I can't remember, I, can't remember what, I think it might have been Stephen Bartlett maybe. Um, and he said, 
they 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 did a they did a um study and he said that bad habits cannot be broken that's that they can only be overwritten mm. with new habits so there was a study on um there was a study on mice and they were running these mice through a maze like actually really really interesting they're running this, these mice through a maze and when the mouse got to a certain point his natural habit was to turn left because the, at the end of the left turn was cheese and then they reprogrammed the mouse's brain to when he got to that point to turn right mm-hmm. so they put another a, a fresh stimulus at the end of the right turn so he would smell that and turn right so they took away the cheese and put something else there. So then they repro they reprogram the mouse's brain over a period of time to turn right at that crossroads, which is the human kind of position, right? Where we find when when we're at that point of self development, we find ourselves at a crossroad, either right or left. Mm-hmm. They reprogram the mouse's brain to go right. The instant moment that they took away the benefit the, of turning right, they took away that new stimulus. The mouse went back to turning left. Oh, that's interesting. Because, and they, and they say that once a once a um, once a path has been created in the brain, it can't be uncreated. It can only be overridden. Mm-hmm. So we have to. I guess that's. It's, I guess it's written in our DNA to constantly be following those pathways until we do something to to, to change it. Yeah, that was quite deep again, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's, it's, it's really good because it is, I feel, that we create change and it was something I was thinking this morning. I do feel that we, it is a, you, one thing you said, it's about consciously choosing because we are habitual beings. We've talk, you talked a lot about habits there and we are habitual beings and we run on habits like we get up, we do the same things and actually it's about breaking us to create change. It's, I guess, creating that delay between what you would automatically do and what you're choosing to do and you saying like in the moments when your daughter's screaming and you want to scream you choosing to do it actually to me they're the most transformational moments is when you can recognize actually I am choosing to do different and eventually I do truly believe over time that our automatic responses do once you've been working on yourself and it's not about shaming ourselves either when actually maybe we do make a, a choice in the moment and we may have gone for the easier option it's actually again like we said it's looking at evaluating what's the what caused me to do that what what am I trying to avoid by doing it a lot of the time it's discomfort what was it was easier to do that way and it's like we can constantly like that's part of this journey is this evolution and I, I do feel as well it's like you can be on this path and it's the the habits that you then have then do support the person that you're becoming so your automatic response like I, we talked about partying like I used to go out all the time I couldn't I rarely go out now I rarely drink that used to be a distraction and numbing now I can mm-hmm. consciously choose if I choose to drink and it's like actually like looking at at those behaviors of different different things like the same way I don't know you first thing might be to grab your phone on a morning but actually it might you you train yourself actually I know that that's not helpful actually what I'm going to do is not go on my phone first thing it's like we are breaking them but it is easy to go back and I think sometimes you we think that actually going back is bad but actually going back sometimes we do need it to show and highlight actually how far we've come because 
there would have been a time where you would never even thought about doing them things so the fact mm. that you're even consciously thinking about it is huge growth and it is a commitment it's a commitment to the relationship with yourself it's a commitment to how you want to show up in the world and that commitment like some days you do think oh fuck this basically <laughs> what we're doing all this for but then you come back to that bigger picture and it is a it is a challenge like working on yourself like you said is a challenge like creating your own version of success is a challenge doing all these things that go against whatever you've been told is a challenge because you like well you're shocking your belief system everything that you've ever known to create something that you want and that in itself takes a lot to upkeep when it's so easy to go back to like automatic patterns yeah yeah it is it is very easy to go back that's you know if if you've ever made a change uh to do something differently and then the, you in a few weeks time or a few months time you get that sudden urge to go back and do whatever it was that you've stopped doing you know that's completely normal because those those habits and those pathways still exist in the brain they're still there that's why you see you know addicts of potentially 20 years who are sober go back to drinking or go back to whatever it is because the habits once they're created are there it's just then actively consciously choosing to stay on the, the new path that we've created the new habit to stay in line with the new habit that we have and i think where the the kind of lack or the fallback comes from the reverting type comes from when we've lost that stimulus whatever it is that got us on that fit on that new habit in the first place of some for some reason we've lost connection to it the power of that motivation has, has, has died or is dimmed or is, we've forgotten about it or whatever for whatever reason that's when the, the kind of temptation comes back to go back to how we were and that exists for us all we have we all have that those temptations you say you, you say you don't you're full of shit <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all human beings like we all have temptations we all know you know what that think what that feels like and what that looks like in our head wherever topic we're talking about but it's that connection to the new you know people people talk about the why like what's your why yeah. you know um and i guess that's just another form of creating a new habit creating a new business habit or a new personal development habit or whatever it is it's that why you know um it's powerful yeah I feel like a good way to, to round off today's conversation. If someone was listening to this episode, we've we've covered a lot of topics around creating success. We've gone into the depths and this is my favourite type of conversation. So what would you say to someone who is wanting to create their own version of success, is looking to find that thing that motivates them that, you know, I've completely lost my train of thought now. <laughs> Just a lot of words for once. <laughs> A very rare occasion. <laughs> but yeah, someone is is on this path like of self-development. They're, they're, they're at a crossroads. I'm going to say they're at this crossroads where they're, they're wanting to create their own version of success. They realise they've gone down one path. It's not quite them. They're coming. What's more aligning? You're at this crossroads. That What's the one piece of advice you wish someone could have given you when you was at that crossroads to pivot? Interesting. Um, <laughs> there's just so many. Um, you can give more than one. I think 
The, okay, so there's, 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 there's two things. <clears throat> the first is getting clear on what... Actually, no, there's a couple of things. No, first thing is getting more clear. Than one, yeah, get, getting clear on what it is that you actually want. So we talked about the kind of the definition of success, you know, what that, what does that mean to you? Getting clear on that and giving yourself the permission to actually want what you want. Like whatever that is, like that is okay. The unhappiest people in life are the people who aren't going after what they want. So go after what you want. Give yourself permission to strive for that definition of success, whatever that might be. The other thing that will be coming into and certainly came into my mind and is likely going through a lot of people's mind if they're at this crossroads is fuck everyone else, basically. Because what holds people back from going after that thing that they want is the opinion of other people. Mm. What will someone think if I choose to do this? What will someone think if I say this? If I take this step? That will hold you back. That will stop you from stepping into the thing that you want to actually do. So you have to let that go. Because if you don't let that go, you will not take that step and you will be the one that suffers and doesn't achieve the thing that, that, that you want to achieve. And I guess the third thing is you have to be selfish to be generous. Because we talked about like goals and materialistic things and wanting what you want. And I talked about my selfish and unselfish goals. If I'm not selfish enough to do, to build the business, to make the money, to do whatever it is that I need to do, I can never be unselfish. I can never be generous because what will I have to give? So that would be my. What a way to end. <laughs> Honestly, I just want to say thank you like so much for your time, for your wisdom, for your vulnerability, your openness and knowledge. Like, I'm just, I feel like I need to take a minute after this and just like that was a very powerful conversation. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for thank you. Um, if anybody does want to connect with you or yeah connect with you where can they find you i'll put it in the show notes as well but just just in case anybody has resonated and wants to reach out to you where is the best way they can do that uh so yeah social media same way as anything these days you know get uh, get in hill just search me up and i'll be there um just you don't even have to reach out just absorb the com absorb the content i try and share what i can and probably talk as much shit on there as i do as, as i did on here today but <laughs> Um, yeah, that's probably it. That's, that's the place to be.
Perfect. I'll put it in the show notes. I honestly, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for anyone that is listening and knows anyone that might value, take value, I don't know how they wouldn't take value from this episode, but might need to hear that some of the messages delivered in this episode today, please do share it with them. That's how we all evolve and expand together. Um, I'm going to leave it there for today and I will see you on the next episode.